Former Chief of Defense uh, Jonathan Vance is under investigation for some pretty significant charges, uh, sexual allegations within, you know, from other people in the military. And while he's under military police investigation, what does he do? Goes golfing. But you don't go golfing alone, right? You go golfing with other people. So who does he go golfing with? Vice Admiral, Admiral rather, Craig Baines, who is the commander of the Royal Canadian Navy. He's, he's the commander right now. The optics of this are horrible. Mercedes Stevenson uh, joins the show. She's our Global News Ottawa Bureau Chief. Mercedes, give us some uh, insight into the background of the story, because it, it led to Vice Admiral Craig Baines uh, publicly releasing a statement Sunday night apologizing for what was a significant lack of judgment and horrible optics. Yeah, well, and, and a very interesting apology, because in his apology, he acknowledged that going golfing with General Vance was a public statement of support, uh, which is pretty astonishing. If somebody is supposed to be under military police investigation, and you are a senior official in the Canadian Armed Forces, you probably shouldn't be weighing in on whether or not you support them. You should be allowing that investigation to unfold. Uh, the person who we've not heard from in all of this is even more interesting, and that is the vice chief of the defense staff, Lieutenant General Mike Rulo. He is the person who the military police report to. And what we've heard time and again from those in the military police, as well as victims, is that there are continuing and ongoing concerns about the military police being influenced by the chain of command. Uh, because unlike a civilian police force in the military, commanding officers can recommend against charges or for charges. They can get directly involved. Uh, and that lack of independence has been something that experts have flagged and said there needs to be an independent system. So here you have the guy who the boss of the military police re reports to, the provost marshal of the military police, out golfing with somebody under military police investigation. How does that look to the victims who are involved in this? Uh, and I can tell you because I've heard from them, and they range from astonished to outraged uh, that this has happened. And, and it really creates a lot of questions about the culture, about how you have senior leaders who thought that this was appropriate, who apologized by saying a public statement of support was given for someone under police investigation, uh, and the other guy's just completely silent and hasn't said anything about it. It was uh, quite a distinguished and odd threesome, that's for sure. June the 2nd was when uh, this interesting threesome went out on the, on the course in Ottawa. I mean, it, to me, we all know what happens on the golf course. People talk. So uh, yeah. the, the optics are absolutely uh, horrible. The optics are, are horrible. And, and there's very real questions about, the message that this has sent to, to men and women in the Canadian Armed Forces about what the senior leadership really thinks when it comes to sexual misconduct. How can you, on the one hand, uh, be telling people, we support you and we want you to come forward, but then on the other hand, be going golfing with the most prominent person who has been accused of this and is actually under a police investigation, under more than one police investigation, by the way. There are two women who came forward when it comes to General Vance that we know about. Um, and it just kind of blows your mind that the senior strategic thinkers in the Canadian Armed Forces felt this was a, a good decision. 
uh, and that this would send a message that that they take this seriously. Um, it has underlined all the concerns about how the senior ranks of the military really view this problem, um, that a lot believe it is a PR problem that will simply blow over for them, uh, that there is not a need for real change. And I hear this articulated again and again, by, by the way, by some senior leaders who don't view it that way and are deeply frustrated. Um, but you know that they had to know Number one, there was a chance they'd be recognized. I mean, they went to a private military golf course. Private military golf course. If there's one place you're likely to be recognized, it's going to be with other military people when you're that high ranking. If they've gone to some civilian golf course somewhere sure, in Ottawa, a little public course, seeing them. Uh, but they go to the military golf course, which we didn't even know there was a private military country club in Ottawa until this happened. Um, now, obviously, we do, and there's all kinds of questions about that. But they also cleared the golf course. So why would you do that if you didn't think you were doing wait, something? You didn't wait, they cleared the golf course? They mm-hmm. Wow, that is a really interesting piece of the puzzle, isn't it? Yeah, had had scouts making sure no one saw them. Um, going ahead and behind and, and basically clearing out the tee times on either side. Well, if you're doing something you don't have a reason to hide, that that's a very mm-hmm. odd behavior to engage in. And it raises a whole bunch of other questions, like who okayed this happening on the golf course? Who put that request in? We know it happened on a Wednesday, which is a work day. We don't know what time of day. They've not been able to answer that question for us yet. Uh, But there's a lot of questions about that. I mean, you've got two of the four most senior people, four or five most senior people in the Canadian Armed Forces, out golfing on a Wednesday with somebody under police investigation for sexual misconduct. And then they seem surprised, Mm -hmm. genuinely surprised, from what I have heard, uh, that this has blown up as big as it has. Uh, yet at the same time, you know, uh, I, I'm curious about that reaction because if they knew enough to clear the tea times, they had some kind of sense that this was uh, maybe not something they wanted out in the public domain. And if that's the case, why would you be doing it? Bain said he's taking a few days off for personal leave. Do you think we're going to see some um, duties being shifted around, other people uh, taking care, you know, some, some, uh, I guess, People stepping into other positions, like will will he be, quite frankly, losing his job or or moved? Well, I mean, I think it's a good question. Um, if anyone's, you know, more likely to have that happen, I think it's Mike Rulo because that's the person who the military police actually report to, and he was already demoted earlier this year. It's, it's scheduled to kick in in about a month. Um, he was demoted from vice chief of the defense staff to a strategic advisor to the CDS. I've never seen that before. Like the vice chief is the second in command of the Canadian Armed Forces. And we knew something was odd when he was not promoted into the job of acting chief. Instead, the head of the army was. Now we see this. This is starting to raise a whole lot of questions about his judgment and why that happened. Um, He also is the one who has not apologized for this. Uh, Baines, I don't know that they'll move him out as head of the Navy. I mean, the difficulty they run into on on the political level is, is they can't tell people where to serve. It's up to the chief of the defense staff. And the acting chief has a dilemma in that um, they've not broken any rules and they've not broken any laws. But there's obviously serious questions about judgment and it's done tremendous damage um, to the image of the institution and to the faith that victims have in it. And I'm hearing from people in the chain of command saying, I don't have faith in my leader anymore. Um, so, So that's a real problem. On the other hand, if you move everyone, you've had to move so many people already, you could decapitate the entire Canadian forces. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do you, I, I think part of what they're struggling with right now is what's the bar? 
What's the bar for removing someone? It's one thing if they're under sexual misconduct or sexual assault allegations. Uh, on the other hand, they removed Danny Fortin, who had been uh, facing an allegation from 30 years ago. Uh, and they removed Peter Daw, who signed a letter supporting uh, a man who was a former JTF2 assaulter, uh, uh, who sexually assaulted two women, was convicted on the second one. He signed a character reference. That was enough to get him pulled from command. Obviously, when you're talking about signing a character reference for violent sexual assault, it's on a different level than going golfing. But what General Vance is accused of is very serious as well. Uh, and, and you have this, quote unquote, public display of support for him by two of the most senior generals in the Canadian Armed Forces. Yeah, um, as you brought up, it's it's right. serious charges. It's not a good look in the military. Uh, you know, when when the stories started breaking, I thought, what is going on in the Canadian military? Is this reflective of what other top brass thinks about this investigation? The fact that two people still involved with the military uh, and so closely involved with this case would go golfing with the accused. I think that's the real concern is, you know, it's it's what so many of these victims, so many of these women told me, there's no point in me coming forward because you're going to do this story, Mercedes, and nothing will change. Nothing will change because they don't think it's real. Eleanor Taylor, who we interviewed, um, first woman to command a company in combat, in war, in Canadian history, who resigned her commission, not because she was saying she was a victim, but because, and, and she was victimized, and she talked to me about that privately, um, but she was resigning it on behalf of all of these other women saying, why isn't anybody taking this seriously? I keep being in meetings and hearing people say it's just a PR problem. It's not. It's real. And she fell on her sword to try to demonstrate that. Um, and yet it still seems like for some of these individuals, it's not resonating. Now, I had a senior source tell me that Craig Baines, the head of the Navy, is, quote unquote, uh, ashamed uh, by what he has done and that he feels very badly, but yet then we see his statement where he says it was a public display of support. Okay, so was this like an intentional public display of support? He didn't say personal. He was concerned about an old friend, took him golfing, still would have been wholly inappropriate. Mm -hmm. But he phrased it as, you know, a public display of support. It's like, well, wait a minute. Did you decide to go out and show everyone you support John Vance? It seems like, how is this possibly appropriate in, in any situation? Um, you know, if the mayor of a city went golfing with the commissioner on the police board and someone who's under police investigation, everyone would go, whoa, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. It's sort of the same thing. It's not against the rules. It's not against the laws. But everybody looks at it and goes, well, that doesn't look right. That doesn't smell right. Yeah, it's all kinds of wrong. Mercedes Stevenson, I want to thank you for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me.